right. Very good. That's perfect. Thank you. All right. Um, here we go. So I need two hands. All right. Uh, thank you. Reusable shopping cart, uh, shopping bags. Thanks for providing that little extra cardio that I need whenever I in inevitably have to run all the way back to the car to get you because I forgot you. Very good. Thank you. Wait, Q-tip packaging. Thank you for warning me not to do literally the only thing I bought you for. Very good. Thank you. Wait. Spam risk phone calls for giving me a strange craving for canned meat multiple times a day. Thanks, Journey Church, for launching more people than Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Richard Branson combined. Yeah, right, good one. And uh, finally, thanks, Jimmy Fallon, for hopefully not suing me for stealing your bit. Thanks. All right. Okay, good. Uh, thanks. I feel better getting those done out of the way. Uh, thanks, Rebecca. Nice job. All right. Enough of that. All right, let's, uh, good, I feel good getting that out of the way. Let's, uh, let's move on to what we came here for, and that's to kick off this new series. Uh, it's November. It's Thanksgiving month, right? And so we are talking about gratitude, um, but we're calling it a gratitude intervention because uh, you probably know this either firsthand or people uh, close to you. We are kind of in a mental health crisis right now, right? Um, you know, more people than ever are reported, you know, feeling stress or feeling, uh, you know, deep anxiety or depression or even suicidal thoughts, it's rampant. And there's lots of reasons why this might be. Uh, but there is one metric we can go by to kind of help us measure how we're doing in all those areas and more. Um, and so we're going to take a deep dive uh, this week and the rest of the series on uh, gratitude and how we can use that to kind of measure how we're doing uh, in lots of areas of our life, and that's the question we're asking today. What can my level of gratitude tell me about my life? We all know people who just like exude thankfulness. Like you just walk around them and you're just like thankful that you're in their presence because they just spill out gratitude all over the place and you just want to be with them. And we also know some people that all they ever do is complain. They just kind of spew negativity and they just seem bitter and complain about everything and you wonder what's going on in their lives that makes them that way. And so we kind of, you can, there's these two uh, vibes going off. What that level of gratitude, what does that have to do with us? How can we, what can we learn from that? I and mean, all the things we're going to learn come out of this verse in Colossians, verse, uh, chapter 3, um, where it says, uh, make sure you get something. Each one of you is part of the body of Christ, and we're chosen to live together in peace. So let the peace that comes from Christ control your thoughts and be grateful. Let the message about Christ completely fill your lives while you use all of your wisdom to teach and instruct each other with thankful hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. Whatever you say and do should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to God the Father because of him. There's a lot to unpack in that verse. And we're going to go back this whole, this whole morning and go back one step at a time and see what it's all saying. But really, if I can encapsulate all that, it's saying 
our level of thankfulness can tell us how we're doing in lots of areas of our life. And so uh, to kind of help us see that, I want you to uh, imagine your car's dashboard, right? And it's full of lights and indicators and warning signs and all these bells and buzzers. And, uh, and that helps us know what's going on under the hood. So we can see that. We can foresee any maybe problems that might come up soon. We can fix any things that are happening right now. We can be aware of what's going on, keeping track of all those things. And so uh, think of this as this will be our, our, our dashboard of gratitude, a gratitude dashboard that's going to help us keep track of uh, lots of different things. Let's break it down. The first one is in the first three sentences of the verse. It says, each one of you is a part of the holy body, of, is a part of the body of Christ, uh, and you're choose, chosen to live together in peace. Let's stop right there, right? This is basically saying like, just as much as there's lots of moving parts in the hood of your, under the hood of your car, in the, in the metal of your car, we have a lot of moving parts in life. And there's a lot of people we have to interact with, right? And we're called to work together with them efficiently and, 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 and you know, well and healthily and all those things. And so here's what he says to do. So let the peace that comes from Christ control your thoughts. So what should make things work well is when we have this peace. And where does that peace come from? It comes from Christ. And if we, if we let that control our thoughts, we should be able to work well with the people around us. We should be able to interact with the people around us in a positive, peaceful way. And then he tags on, which seems like kind of an afterthought, and be grateful. It seems like kind of an afterthought after all that stuff. But really, that's like, that's like the conclusion. That's the evidence, right? How do you know if you're letting the peace that comes from Christ control our thoughts and helping us work peacefully? If we are thankful. The the level of thankfulness that we can have in our lives is a measure of how much we are actually letting that peace control our thoughts, right? Think of it as your temperature gauge on your, on your dashboard, right? The temperature gauge. And this is, let me just start. This is not like was last week where you, you know, either be hot or cold. You don't want to be in between. Um, that's not, this is, this is more of like a Goldilocks situation, right? You don't want to be too hot, right? That means that there's too much friction going on in your life. If you're constantly complaining about people, you're constantly coming home upset because of all the people that you had to interact with that just are idiots and all those things that you, that if you're constantly on the hot, hot your, your temperature is running high, uh, then that's maybe a sign that you're not letting the th- peace that comes from God control your thoughts, right? And also, you don't want it to be too cold either, right? You don't want it to be like frozen up where there's no interaction, nothing's really happening because we might feel like alone or lonely or isolated because we're just not interacting with people in a healthy way. We're kind of keeping off to ourselves. We don't want that either. We want to have that nice, right in the middle, the perfect temperature right there. Let's use that as the gauge for how much gratitude we're showing that measures how much peace we have in our hearts as far as interacting with the people around us like God, God calls us to do. Think of it this way. Ask yourself at the end of the day, how grateful are you for the interactions you had with others that day, right? If just the thought of the people that you work with makes your temperature spike, right, then there's maybe a problem. Or if you think about the day and you think, wow, I really didn't really connect with anyone, you're real too cold, that might be a problem too. Somewhere in the middle is what we need to find, and that's the gauge of how much gratitude we're showing, how thankful you are for your interactions through the day is a gauge for how much peace we're letting control our thoughts as we go through the day. The first one. Okay. The next one uh, comes in the next sentence, says, let the message about Christ completely fill your lives while you use all your wisdom to teach and instruct each other. 
Now, I think we've read enough uh, verses like this to know that when he says all of your wisdom, he's not talking about our wisdom. That's from our own brains. He's saying, referring back to the message about Christ, right? And what is that message? That message is that God made you. God loves you unconditionally, right? He forgives you when you ask him to, and he has a perfect plan for you. If you just trust him, he will provide everything you need. That's the message that we need to be filling our lives, completely fill your lives. And that's the wisdom that we need to teach and instruct each other. This verse is talking about our front row, right? It's saying how much influence you have on your front row and how much of an impact you make on their lives and how much of the message you actually get across to them depends on how grateful we are, right? Our, great, our, our gratitude will come through. And case in point, think of it this way, right? Here's your... Uh, it's a kind of like your speedometer, right? If our only objective, our main objective in life is to go out and to spread that message of God to our front row and beyond, right? Our gratitude, how much gratitude we have towards doing that action is a measure of how much, how, how fast we're going on that. How, what's our speed that we're going on this? The, the faster, the better. There's no speed limits in God's highway, right? You can go as fast as you want, and we want to, that speed is, maybe you just don't want to be stuck in traffic. You don't want to be like zero, and thinking that you're not getting any progress. Maybe it's because you're not showing that grateful. Case in point, uh, I teach high school math, and uh, you know one of the most frustrating things is when the bell rings, and I work really hard to have everything ready before class starts. Right when the bell rings, I you know push the button, and it uncovers the warm-up, and everyone can see it, and most of the kids get ready, start to work right away when the bell rings. But there's always a bunch of kids that are just like, eh, not, you know, not, their stuff's on the backpack, or they're wandering in late, or they can't, they're sitting around, turn back, talking, and, and so I... I, I, my frustration level rises, and I want to go say, hey, get started, get started, get started. And that just kind of, they kind of look at me and roll their eyes, and they move slow. And so, right, and that's kind of happens. But I thought, why am I doing this? What if I change my uh, approach? And what I'm going to do instead now is I go and I look at the people who are already started and say, oh, thank you for getting started. Thank you for getting started. Thank you for getting started. And all the kids that are sitting around that aren't started yet, you should see them scramble to get started because they... <laughs> It's so much more effective, right? It's more effective. If I can show gratitude for the things that are working well, it's way more effective than grumbling about the things that aren't. If I could put my efforts in supporting the things that are working, it's way more effective than spending time with things that aren't and letting that take over. Let's put it this way. No one goes to get advice from someone who's always bitter, right? You go to the people who are have gratitude, that are showing positivity. Those are people you want to go to and that you want to share with. So the amount of you know, gratitude that we have is going to directly affect how much influence we have over our front row and how quickly we can reach, reach that goal of getting that message across to them. All right, that's the second one. The third one. Uh, this is in the, the this section, next section uh, says, with thankful hearts and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God, sing these things to him. Right? This is talking about worship. Right? What does worship have to do with gratitude? I think everything, right? Worship, in my life, in my definition, is telling God how much he's worth in my life, right? It's only taking the time to be grateful for what he has going on in, our li- in my life and showing him that you are the Lord of my life. I give all my, you all the credit. I surrender completely to your will because you're the only one that's worthy of doing that. And like this, this relationship is uh, you are God, and thank you for what you do. Thank you for controlling the whole universe and giving him that and singing that 
to him, making that, uh, making a conscious effort on my part to tell him how much I love him, right? I mean, what's good is love if you, if you don't ever express it to someone, right, and tell them what it is, right? And so uh, that's our way of showing him what it is. And the, the beauty of it is, right, if we're grateful enough to show God by worshiping him, that's going to come back the other way too. It means that he opens the door for him to give us hope, opens the door for him to give us the courage and the strength and the boldness that we need to get through the day. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help inspire us, which really means the, for the, in, to have the spirit in you. When we open the door to worship and worshiping him and giving him the praise, it, it comes back to us in the form of worship. It comes back in the form of hope and strength and all those things. Think of it as your uh, tachometer, right? The tachometer, if you don't know, it's like measures the RPMs about your drive shaft, how fast it's going around, how fast it's spinning around. I think it's drive shaft. Jimmy can tell me later. Right up. But um, like, it's like this kind of internal, how well are things going internally? Is your engine running well? And that's this internal relationship we have with God that kind of runs everything, right? So when we uh, are showing gratitude to God, we're worshiping him, that means that our engine is running well, right? It's going at the right speed. We want to see that happening. That's a good thing. So uh, when we're not showing gratitude to God through worship, uh, then maybe the mechanisms of our, of our relationship with him isn't as healthy as it needs to be. And we can open that up by showing thankfulness to him through worship. The last section here is whatever you say or you should, whatever you say or do should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to God the Father because of him. That's everything else, right? Everything we say or do, all the things we do each day to stay productive, to stay part of a contributing part of this member of society, all those things should be driven and motivated by what? By us giving thanks to God the Father because of him. That should be the fuel that keeps us going, right? That's what should get us out of bed. I'm doing this because not to try to earn God's favor, but because he lives in my life, and he blesses me, and he loves me, and he gives me the strength and courage to go out and do those things, and that should be my thank you to him by everything else I do, how productive and efficient I am with everything else I do. That should be the fuel gauge, right? Is your fuel gauge full because you're showing this gratitude and going through uh, what you're doing in life, right? There's a, you know, there's a saying like in social activism that if you're not, if you're not upset, you're not paying attention, Right, um, and that might be appropriate for that for social injustice. But I think in spiritual matters, it should be the opposite. If you're not grateful, you're not paying attention. You're not seeing the miracles He's doing in your life. You're not seeing the fact that you're getting this thing that you this undeserved grace. Right? If those two words, undeserved grace, don't fill your heart with intense gratitude, then something needs to change. You can change that by worshiping Him. All those things. Maybe uh, you know it. The, the, our gratitude is not the level it needs to be. Um, this, all this is backed up by science, too. Um, there's literally hundreds of articles out there that talk about the benefits of gratitude on mental health and otherwise and beyond. Uh, this is just the first that I came up with. The first one that came up with, uh, I mean, the first article I, I clicked on, and I know you can't read it from where you are, um, but it, I, it, there are four points in this article, and this is just a snippet of that. There's a lot more. I just picked the four, there's only four points. There's a lot of uh, before and after, but the four points line up exactly perfect with that, the verse in Colossians we read, and so I'll try to read this to you here. Number one, uh, this is um, by Nationwide Children's. It's a bunch of doctors that put a blog out. This is one of May 2020. Um, and so they did a longitudinal study, which means they followed these uh, people for a long time. As J.D. said, a longitudinal means they checked their tude for a long time. 
lunch to them. So they kind of follow these people, and they saw the people who more people, the people who showed more gratitude in their lives. These are some of the benefits that came. It says number one, expressing gratitude can improve your mood. People who regularly express gratitude for the positive things in their life are shown to be happier overall, leading to lower rates of stress and depression. That sounds like peace to me, right? If we can show more gratitude, we'll feel more peace in our hearts, and the people that we get along with will feel it too, right? And that's what the first one is. Number two, showing gratitude can make you more optimistic. Studies show that those who express gratitude regularly appear to have more positive outlook on life. That sounds like inspiration. Even though they don't specifically say God in that sentence, um, right? That sounds like hope. Doesn't it sound like that? Like the hope that we get through worshiping him, the hope that comes back to us through worship, and the positivity that comes back through worship, it comes from gratitude, right? It starts with gratitude and it comes back as hope. Uh, make it more optimistic. Number three, sharing gratitude can improve social bonds. People have reported feeling more loved and more connected to others in their lives when they routinely practice gratitude or those around them practice gratitude. That sounds like influence, right? This is our front row. This is like connections, more loved, more connections. That's what we're after, right? We're trying to show God's love and show a connection to God's body by Showing gratitude, when we show gratitude, it's more effective. And the fourth one there, practicing gratitude can improve your physical health. People who actively express gratitude tend to be more engaged in activities to take care of their physical health, like eating well and exercising. This leads to higher energy levels, better sleep, and a stronger immune system, or the ability to fight off illness or infection. That sounds like fuel, right? The more gratitude we show in our lives, the more energy we're going to have to get things done, the more drive we're going to have in our lives, the more positivity we're going to put off in lives and be uh, more productive people and happier people. So uh, that's that. So it's all over the place, and it all comes back to gratitude. Um, if, you look at our, if you're looking at your dashboard right now in your heart and thinking, wow, I think some of my gauges are running kind of low, right? Maybe, I need to, maybe uh, I'm feeling like, my temperature's running kind of high. I have, don't have very much patience with people I work with or people I live with or whatever it might be. Um, then what do I do about that? What if my inspiration's kind of low? Like I feel like I don't really have a motivation to get out of bed or do things in my life. I don't feel a connection with God or really right now. What can I do to fix that? How about the influence? I feel like, you know, maybe I'm praying for my, my uh, front row or maybe I'm not and I just don't see how it's getting any, there's no fruit coming from that. Or maybe it's the fuel is like I just don't feel motivated to live right now, to do things right now. I'm feeling kind of blah and kind of complacent about life. What can we do to fix those things? Well, you got to stay tuned. That's what the rest of this series is going to be all about. But the question really you might be asking is, how do we increase our level of gratitude? How do we do that? Um, I'll kind of get into the specifics because that's what's going to happen for the next three weeks as we go through this. And so keep on coming back uh, and hearing the rest of the messages. But I can summarize it in two words. How do you increase your level of gratitude? Express it. Right? That's how we get more gratitude. When we are intentional about expressing our gratitude, it multiplies, right? You're not going to run out of gratitude by saying it to someone. The more we say it out loud, the, the more we act it out, the more we show it, the more gratitude we will feel, the more we appreciate it, the more we see. And so let's start right now. Let's start with the, the ABC prayer. Is the first act of gratitude you should do. If you haven't done this yet, this is when you finally give in and say, God, thank you for who you are. 
Uh, it's A, B, C. Keep it simple. The A is to admit, say, God, I need a Savior. I, I cannot do it on my own strength. I've been trying, but I just run out of fuel. I, I just get my patience is gone. I have none of these things. All my gauges are running low because I'm trying to do it myself. and trying to control things myself, make my own decisions. But really, I should trust in you. I completely trust in you as my Lord and Savior. I admit that I need you to come, and please forgive me. The B is to believe that Jesus died for us on the cross, that he saw us from heaven, saw that we uh, needed saving, and he sent his only beloved son to die after living a perfect life, no sin in his life, but he took our punishment on him so that his righteousness can be counted as ours, that our sins can be washed away, and that we can have a relationship with God because he loved us. He did this for, with us in mind as he did that. And then he raised from the dead three days later to prove that he was God the whole time. And when we believe that that actually happened, that's when we receive that forgiveness from God. And then the C is to commit to make sure that we are living a life of gratitude to God. So that all our gauges can be right where they're supposed to be. That we can you know, get the, the, uh, the hope that we need, the inspiration that we need to have the, the peace in our hearts, the fuel to keep going, have the influence on the people around us because of the gratitude we have for what God has done in our lives. Not really trying to earn his favor, favor or um, make up for bad things we've done, just because we thank you, God, for what you've done in our lives. So that's that. If you want to pray that right now, you can do that in your own words. Um, the ABC is just to help guide you, you know what to pray. But giving your, God, your life to God uh, today is the first step in showing a living life of gratitude to him. And if you do that, we would love to follow up on here. Make sure you give, put a little note somewhere and we will, uh, when you turn it in on the way out, and we will continue to pray for you and support you uh, for your decision that you made today. Um, let's talk about the big challenge, though. So. The big challenge, and the ushers are going to come and help us with this, um, is this. This week, you're going to write three thank you notes, okay? The first one, you might not actually have to write out. This is a thank you note to God, right? This is where he specifically said to sing it, right? So spend time, a little extra time even, in worship this week, right? Maybe... It, do you turn your car radio to nothing but worship music all week long? Maybe that's all you do, and you sing like no one's listening, right? You sing straight to God, just thanking him for what he does, being explicit like that. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe you want to write it out. Thank you, God, for all these things. It should definitely be part of your daily worship time where you spend just time just thanking God, not for things he's given you, but just for who he is as the creator of the universe, thanking him for that, worshiping him, and you'll be surprised by doing that on a regular basis how much your life fills with gratitude, right, by expressing that to him. The second one you're going to do, this is when you're actually going to write out and actually deliver to someone. I want you to write a thank you note to someone in your front row, thanking them for who they are, thanking them for being, you know, whatever they mean to you, thanking them for that. Maybe you want to write one to everyone in your front row. I don't know. But at least one, write it out, and then deliver that to them this week. You'd be surprised on how much writing that out will not just encourage them, but encourage you, and great, that gratefulness will multiply by expressing that to them. Thank them for who they are. That's going to help you be an influencer in their life in a positive way to get that message of Christ across to them. And then the last one seems kind of silly, uh, maybe not as silly as the, the jokes I started with, but write a thank you note. And you maybe write it down somewhere in your notes or something like this, but write a thank you note to a challenge that you are facing, something you normally would not be thankful for, something that really is taking up a lot of your peace away from you or your inspiration away from you, things that are making your life kind of a challenge right now. Whatever it is, 
let's turn around. Let's change the script here and say, I'm going to thank Thank you note to that for what God is allowing you to learn through this situation, for how it's making you grow as a person, for the good things that you can learn and see and happen through this, and how much stronger you're going to be on the other side of this. Take that time, and so instead of being afraid of this big challenge and maybe even avoiding it, we can hit it straight on with gratitude for the strength and the boldness that God gives us to get through those things. Right? So that's it. By expressing this gratitude, we're just going to raise all of our gauges to where they're supposed to be and help us live a grateful life and live the life that God wants us to have. Let's pray.